This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia on this Thursday afternoon. At some point in time, we're going to be giving you guys some Janet Jackson tickets, so listen in for that opportunity. But until then, what is in store for us? Well, I was just going to say, Leah Michelle, if you're on the other side of the hour with us, she's not going to be starring in Andrew Lloyd Webber's um, retelling of uh, Cinderella called Bad Cinderella because it is closing its doors after just... Four short months. Whoa. Oh, has yeah. it been open that long? Yes, it, it it started. It officially opened March 23rd. That's what I thought. Yeah, and and it's officially closing, and um, the critics hated it. <laughs> uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly called it bibbity bobbity basic. The New York Times said the title warned us. Bad Cinderella. Yes. Um, the New York Post called it a dumpster fire and on and on and on. So it's closing June 4th. The curtain is coming down. It will have had 33 shows. Jeez. Bad Cinderella. Well, and, yeah. I feel bad for Linda Carter because I just love her. I she She's in great to follow Was she in this on Insta. No, but she invested $700,000 oh. in this show. Uh-oh. That did Who else not invested off. in it? She was the primary investor. Not the primary, but mm-hmm. she was the name that was Yeah. Was out loud about it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Now oh. gotta get to this news. This I was, was crushed. I was so sad. Crushed. And I think a lot of people will be. We're too. just getting over like Jerry Springer last week and all these other now Jackie Zeman, who I like to call Bobby. Nurse Bobby Jackie. Uh, nurse Bobby, Bobby from General Hospital. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby from GH uh, died at the age of 70. She was on that show for 40 years. 40 years. And I, I mean, that was my show. Oh, I, back in the day. General Hospital really was like a good show to watch if you need to take a break from homework. They, it, totally. And they would show it in so the true. RHDC um, at UMD. Yes. They would play it and everyone would go into this public thing and watch... Luke and Laura and the Ice Princess and everything that was going on back in the 80s. And, and she graduated, she started taking dance when she was a kid. She just had these beautiful long legs. She graduated high school at 15, studied dance at NYU, and then she was a Playboy bunny for a period of time in the early 70s. And she had a non-porn role. She's billed as Office Girl in Deep Throat. Are you kidding? No, and then she got cast uh, on uh, 
you know, on General, General Hospital, Hospital in 1977. That's right. And she was, remember her storyline was, first of all, she's Luke, as in Luke and Laura. She's yes. Luke's younger sister. Yes. And she was a teenage prostitute, Julia. Yes. yes. And she was the younger sister of Luke. And she came to Fort, Fort Charles after she, she, had for, she had to give up her baby. And then for adoption. And she was a regular until 2010. Then she left for three years and she came back. But she ends up becoming a nurse. She slaps a lot of people in the face. She's She is the person, her character gets Richard Simmons on the show. Mm-hmm. She starts working out at his aerobics studio. Right. That's how Richard, Richard got into... And Rick Springfield puts out a statement today because he was Dr. Noah Drake. He was the dreamboat doctor on General Hospital for just a couple years. He said she was, and Rick is 73. He said such a truly kind soul. And I, I really have, she only had sweet things to say about people. She was the one, along with Gloria Monte, who created General Hospital, who helped launch my 80s career when after the screen test, along with several other hopeful young men, Gloria asked Jackie who she thought, because they were like the same, who would make a good Noah Drake, and God bless her if Jackie didn't say me specifically. Yeah, nice. So, yes. anyway, I know she really did know how to slap somebody. She had lots of great slaps. She started out, yeah, I mean, she's, I mean. And she had a short il- illness with cancer, right? Yeah. Is that how she passed? Yeah. And I feel like she had a very dramatic scene when she found out her husband cheated on her, you know, like with. Uh, who the, was she like, with? The Give me the girl who ends up being her daughter that was adopted for adoption. It's such her, a soap opera story. It is. Your husband, so- your husband is banging the daughter that you gave up for, you know, 18 years yeah, ago. I mean, so- heartbreaker. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But she, she was married to this New York City DJ called Murray the K, which I know Donnie has talked about that guy. <laughs> because he was like the hot DJ in New York in the okay. 70s. So, and she married this other guy. A year, a couple of years, they were married just a year. And then she was married uh, to her third and final husband. They were married a good long while and they have two daughters, but they did end up getting divorced. But people are really, really sad about uh, the soap yeah. opera world. And I just remember, you know, Bobby, she was a, she was a memorable character. She had red hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was memorable in the way Judith Light was memorable as Karen on One Life to Live. She was also a hooker. With she the was heart a of hooker. Gold. She <laughs> was a hooker. <laughs> You're so right. And Billy like Billy B- Billy Ray Tuttle. Billy Clyde Tuttle, Tuttle who was her pimp. And he was married to and Christine Baranski, and he's like some, from some wealthy New York City family. And he but played all, like just a. Like a trailer trash guy. He was the pimp. Yeah, he Look was. Memory, you guys are just. No, well, this was, the soap the stuff. The soaps were such a big part of our life. Again, oh, yeah. we had four networks. Yeah, True. and in college, and we just watched everything. You know, that's why. Like when MTV, I came along. Like I, I remember, it didn't it debut like at midnight or I mean, we could. We were like, oh, we were so crazy. excited. 
So excited. We're like, what? We're going to get music news and music videos 24-7? Sign us up. Oh, yeah. First, uh, what was the first ever video on MTV? It video was, killed the radio yeah, star by the Buggles. Bi- yeah. That's a great trivia And Sledgehammer was right after or something. Sledgehammer. Was that the next one? The I Robert think Palmer? so. Good one, Jules. No, he didn't do it. All that right. was by someone else. Whatever. Whatever. It's time for random thoughts, so now we're going to learn a whole bunch of whatever. It, 100, and some may be true and some may not. We'll be right back. Remember that one time on Jason and Alexis? My, uh, my nephew, uh, Carter. Yeah. We have nothing in common. That kid likes to shoot, what is it called? Uh, Skeeter? Skeeter? Cooter sheet? Uh, Cooter shooter? Or what? Cooter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Skeeter cooter shooter? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <The> ske- cooter shooter? <laughs> that? <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like a something else. No. Is that a drink ske- at Gay 90? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. Listen live 6 to 9 or anytime on the MyTalk website or app. Carpet and tile and hardwood. Oh my, I'm doing the Wizard of Oz thing, Julia. There you go. For a hammer next. Well, you know, replacing old flooring is one of just a a great way to update your home, update the value of your home if you're thinking of selling your home. This is true. Big time, but also just update it for yourself because I feel like a lot of times people... They put in their new floors and then they move out of their house and they're like, why didn't they put in that carpet or flooring? And and why not just enjoy your floors because the technology and all the new forms and the beautiful colors and the you can just have such pretty things that you never w- we used to when growing up have very very dark carpets that we raked yes. if you remember the day but <laughs> diarrhea browns and navy blues just to hide the, dirt. hide the dirt and, the and everything yeah. so there's such great beautiful light carpeting for every room in your home and carpet just feels luxurious on your feet in bedrooms and in some living rooms and space, people love it. Hammernix is a great, great, great place to go shop for all your flooring needs. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, that's all it is. Um, big news for Peloton riders because this could affect you in a very serious, dangerous way. But there is. Do you a- really call it riding when it's stationary? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yes, because they're okay. watching a screen that could okay. take them on a ride, right. a journey. That through. was just a curious question. Mm-hmm. But yes, I guess you are pedaling. Yes, if you, if you, they recall 2.2 million exercise bikes. Uh-oh. And if you have this one, the PL01 Peloton bike, and it looks like the one my sister has, I texted her, and purchased it between January of 18 to 2023. They're recalling them because the seat post can break during use, which could cause a fall. You could hit your jaw. You could break your arms. You could break your hands, fall on things. It could go in a delicate area. It could. It could. Major trauma to all that delicate thing. Exactly, and you should. But, but, But 2018, like... You should immediately stop That's using the recalled mm-hmm. exercise bikes and contact Peloton for a free repair. This is the second time they've had to recall a batch. That's a big year span. This is the last one was for the um, treadmills. This is for the bike. Mm-hmm. They're offering consumers yeah. a free seat post that can be self-installed. So, I think the treadmill oh. had a kid problem yeah. with yep. it. It, it was, did. It was starting with catching, trapping children and killing them. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's be real. Never yeah. a good luck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nope. 
All right. So you so just basically get a new seat. Post. Thing. post. And you just put it in yourself. Right. And they've got them all ready for you. Right. Um, it is asparagus season. Another reason, Grant, for us to not ride but, a pallet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there not you go. <laughs> um, asparagus season is right now, people. The best asparagus. It, it, why it's year-round, the oh, best time mm. to have asparagus is April and May and might because of some things going on being early June, too. So hmm. people love asparagus. Mm-hmm. What's your fresh asparagus tip? How do you keep it good in the refrigerator? Great like, like, call. How do you do Someone it? call us, 651-641-1071. I know a good way to cook it in foil. Me too. With that's butter. Oh, that's how I do it. And oh, on the grill with oh. a little bit of seasoning. Yes. And fresh. then how long? You just... It it depends on if you like it chewy or if you like it crunchy. Crunchy. I like mine crunchy, so I cook it a little less. Yeah, you know, you You cook a little longer if you want it softer. I think it's you put you cut off the ends, the bottom, bottom. and you just if you're not going to eat them that day, you like stand them upright in a glass of water. I've never heard that. I feel like I saw Stephanie Hansen do this on right. Jason's show. Well, we're going to find out. People are calling, so they were going to tell let's, us. Let's get let's get our caller on right now. She Whoa. had a really good uh, idea, if you don't mind. Let's oh, no. take this one. All right, who is it? I didn't catch her name. All right. Caller. Hello? Hello, this is Annan. Yes, it is in a glass of water. Keep the rubber band around it. Store it in the refrigerator. That's upright. Upright. Up, upright in the refrigerator. Give it a fresh cut on the bottom. Okay. And you get it home. In right. a glass of water in the refrigerator, but keep that rubber band around them. Okay. okay. Chef's kiss to you, Anne. That's a good Thank one, you. Anne. No problem. Okay. Thank you. All right. Look at that. I, so my memory is correct. Uh-huh. I, I do keep up with oh, some of my, my daytime talk shows, and I swore I saw Stephanie... Show that to Jason because she was like getting She's ex- here right now, actually, if we want to talk to Stephanie. Oh, oh Stephanie, gosh. Answered, Stephanie, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Stephanie. Steph. Stephanie, did Girl. I just see you do this on Jason, Jason's show a couple weeks ago? You did. Okay. I had a whole thing about asparagus. I made soup from the ends that you snap off. Okay. Yes. I made a tart, but... Yes, asparagus is stored in a glass of water upright. Yeah. And it keeps growing. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I, I mean, that. so that's a good tip. I never then, knew you know, that because I always wondered why, like, oh, why? what's wrong with these asparagus? Nothing is wrong with them. You just store them in water okay. until you use them. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes if they get limp, okay, because sometimes limp happens. Yes, you it just does. Put them in the sink or like in a pan and fill it up with water and let them sit for like a half hour and they'll plump up again. Oh, okay. oh really? Okay. Very good. Yes. I like now, this. The best way to cook asparagus is roasting, I think. Okay. Yeah. It brings out the caramelization and the sugars, but grilling is fine. All right, when you, you if can you're... also make a simple tart. Okay, let's talk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About roasting, yes. back up just to one thing and at a time. You We're talk, just I like focus. roasting. I like everything about that word, and <laughs> okay. I usually like the flavor of roasting. So let's go slow. So, okay, roasting at four fifty. Get your oven preheated. Put your asparagus on a pan. Drizzle a little olive oil, salt, and pepper, and just kind of roll them so that they all have a little bit of an oily sheen. Mm-hmm. And you roast them for about 10 minutes. If Grant wants them a little tougher, he can yeah. go eight minutes. Kind of depends on their thickness or if they're the really thick kind. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. I like the roasting, and I, and I do vaguely remember doing this once. Lori. <laughs> And, and oh you my god, crack me off. She's, what do you eat? Well, 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 do, cook, is this food confessions? I cook stuff <laughs> once a week. You do cook, Julia. I do. I know you do. I and do. Lori, you're a cook sometimes, not really, not really. But here, I want to <laughs> ask you, I want to ask you about this. This is why we have delis and Trader Joe's That's and right. Alberita Mercado and restaurants and everything else. So um, I want to ask you about this theory. Do you think this is true that there, the rise of foodmo is is now out of control? Do you what, know what is foodmo? That the fear of missing out on trendy food. It used to be FOMO. 100%. Just it used to just be FOMO, but now people are fearing. Now they got FOODMO. I can honestly say I don't have this, but as someone who's involved in trendy food, do you have FOODMO? Do you have this? I literally had it this morning. Okay, like, with, with all what? All these new restaurants are opening up, and I'm doing like gardening and cabin things, and so I'm not getting out to see everybody. And yes, I'm like on Instagram looking at like, where Steph has been or, mm-hmm. all, you know, Maison Margot opened with Chef David Fima and yes. I haven't been yet. So I'm just like, oh, yes, total food mo happening every day. At my okay. House. Okay. And so food mo is associated with restaurants. Food of missing out. It's the fear of missing yeah. out on trendy f- food at, you know, which is usually, let's face it, at, at, at the cool restaurants and stuff. And yes, Stephanie, I am excited to go to Maison Margot. Thanks. I don't usually like get excited about any kind of a restaurant but this i'm excited about i mean what's not to love about french food palm frites mm-hmm. david fema and his joie de vie and a french 75 it sounds so good and then the whole way that they restored and kept the building which used to be the ribnicks yeah so it's going to feel like soho or something but in paris but in yeah. minneapolis and they have like lots of apparently cute little um, cozy nooks. That's right. Kind of fun. Lovely. And That's right. So you can wear nylons and cross your legs at the appropriate time, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen nylons, to her, Stephanie. Do not listen to her. Well, you know, a I nylon know, can be. Yeah, it can be a thigh high. I did come across. A, oh, yeah. Right. You know, I mean, men love. Don't men love nylons, hosiery, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Garters, you remember, stockings. We actually used to wear those. I in found, the day, like, I found at a work. Garter the other day. Yeah. Uh huh. 
But Stephanie, sometimes, you know what, we still do where people were tight. I mean, there are still times when uh, a good, you know, hosiery, hosiery will just be the <laughs> right thing. Foundation, as it were. Will be the right thing. And you know what, I noticed that people are wearing them again. Like in the I fashion got world. I Vegas and I saw so many skin tight cat suits. It yeah. was horrifying. Yeah, I know it. Viva La Volva is going on all over the oh. place. People are wearing entirely <laughs> too much athleisure outside of their house. It would be, it's like walking down the street in some kind of a hotel bathroom. I just can't. Yeah. I'm wondering when it's going to end. Sweaty? Yeah. No. No, not good. No. Not good. No. Oh, gosh. Honest to Pete. Well, thank you for calling in and clearing that up. And yes, that is a great. Lady. Sorry, I hijacked your. No, who cares? No, who ca- thank All you. Right, thank you. And of course, you can catch the weekly dish here yes. every Saturday from 9 to 11 with the Stephanie's. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. It's Lori and Julia. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. After the asparagus from Stephanie, uh, we got, um, you know, the book club um, movie part two is starts tonight. Book club, the next chapter. Thank you. With mm-hmm. um, the gals going to Italy. And um, it's better than the first one. Way. It is better than the first one. And as I said to the, the Mutti, because I'm like, you know, the, the ladies are going to be on Kelly Clarkson today. Yes. Because I'm trying to get her to DVR that in Seattle. And I said, but watch the lady. I said, but Candace Bergen is me. Julia's Mary Steenburgen. Uh, I said, Jane I? Fonda. You know, I said, but I said, but better than anything. So, you, And then, of course, Dan Keaton. But it really is. I I love just a fun rom-com Easy, easy thing, but I love it even more if we if we travel. And I said, Mom, you're going to Rome. You're going to Venice. Yeah, there's a bridal salon and an actual real bridal salon in Roma. There's there. You know, you see scenery. Then we go to Venice. I love it. You take the train and something people might not know. Oh, my gosh. Grant, is that when you take the train to Venice, what people don't realize is when you come out of the train station, your the Grand Canal is right there. Oh wow! Okay, the Grand, just like how sometimes you vaguely remember from Mo- a movie. movie. Yeah, but when you walk real. out of the train station, it's and, amazing. And there is this canal, and there's boats going around, and just it's you're like, oh my gosh, this looks just like the movies. But it's so 
I, I can't think of any other train station that comes out, you know, to this big, beautiful. No. No, and I just. It, and so you go there, so and then you go to Tuscany, and then we have, um, you know, Don Johnson in it. And it just, like, if you just need something light, because maybe your life has felt heavy or the world has felt heavy for you or whatever, this is just a delightful escape maybe Aww. you're never going to get to italy or and you've i think never this been. would be fun to go with your mom sisters, sisters friends yeah. whatever yeah we loved it yeah. we loved it beautiful andy garcia's yes. in it and and it's um corny in the best way possible it is yeah i i i enjoyed it so much Same. so i think people will enjoy that and it Same. comes out tonight i believe in all movie theaters and it's yes. called Book club, the next chapter. Okay, now I want to hear something TV related to as it relates to Andy Cohen because uh, even though, okay, you know, I'm a devoted Watch What Happens so Live. I'm a fan of Andy Cohen as who, what he's done creatively. But when I met him personally in person, he was just so mean and awful to me. And we had a genuine reason for connection. So it's all, I've always been a bitter person. Betty about right. it, but I can distinguish between the fact, I mean, I've read his books and I'm willing to let him make up to me. Okay. I, so his latest book. Okay. The latest book yeah. is the daddy diaries. Yeah. So he's been everywhere. Yes, he has. He's been everywhere. So it, it's, it's his life in 1922 and it starts off after 1922, 2022. Okay. <laughs> say. My God. Can you he, imagine? He took, he, because he wrote like, Two books back yep. to back. Yep. And uh, they were, you know, Dear Diary, A Day in the Life. One was called Superficial. And yeah, I yeah. forget the, but they were good bestsellers. He even mm-hmm. got to make his own imprint. Mm-hmm. He I did. Think. He does have his own imprint. Yeah. So what about this? That is. Um, so he took a break from writing. Right. And he adopted Ben and he, he woke up one day. No, as no, a fifth- ben is his son. It's. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 sorry yeah, yes. just, I mean, not that adopted children. No, are not no, no, him, no. But-, but he had Ben via surrogate mm-hmm. and um, Ben is now four years old. But when he wrote the book, he just was turning three. Yes. And then he decided that he wanted a Ben sibling. to have a sister mm-hmm. because he wanted always to be a family. And so. Um, because Andy has a sister. Yeah. He's, he's got an older sister, yeah. Emma. I think Emma or something. Yeah. So anyway, this book really basically, it's it's a diary. You can, Isn't it uh, Daddy Diaries, The Year I Grew Up? Yes. And so you start out on January 1st after they were drunks on CNN doing the New Year's Eve Is special. Is Andy reading to you? Yes. How do you like that? Well, it's frenetic. It's frantic. I didn't like it because I heard it. Um, but I'm going to tell you, he wants he, me to DM him and tell him what to think of it. Okay, fine. And I think I just, if I could learn how to DM, I might do it. I'll show but you. But ba- basically, when you're reading it, he it's non-stop. And it was the buildup so far. I'm only, you know, it's every day, January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd. But there was so much chaotic crisis going on in the headlines because he pretty much... Screamed at the mayor of New York City and did a nice rant on the New Year's Eve special. Oh, and this past New Year's Eve? The one before. The one before, and he kind of got drunk, yes. and he said New York City sucks or something yeah, like that. the mayor does. It made and- me miss Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper. I didn't feel like it's... I don't. I still don't think it's a good fit for Aunt, those two together on New Year's Eve. They did make it make sense. No one can. 
So basically, what does he say he's going to keep doing then? Well, I'm not. I'm only to February 16th oh, right okay. now, All and right. it's last year, Lori. <laughs> right. So it's last year. So I'm going through his. Has he dished anything? Well, let me just talk for one half a second. Okay. All right. Do I need tape? <laughs> what tape? No. <laughs> so what you learn in a it's a day at a time with Andy Cohen, and he does so much in a day it would make me sick okay literally literally, because he does so much in a day you know he wakes up he spends the time on the floor with ben then he does this and then he goes to shoot pre-tape what this to watch what happens you don't like it because it is daily diary minutia no but what i'm learning is about you know at this point in time it was time for the salt lake city women to have their reunion and mary cosby decided she doesn't want to show up that's right she pulled a lisa vanderpump and showed did a no-show and before that it's an aloof when oh, Adrian, Maloof, that's Adrian right. Maloof didn't show up, if we can really go back to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's right. And so he talks about, you know, she's telling him, well, we'll see if I'm going to show up. And he's like, well, dude, you know, you kind of got to show up, but that's going on. And then he's getting, gearing up to get his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And John Mayer is going to be the per, per, person presenting. presenting. And he talked about how tight the restrictions are. And how he'd just been on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel ruined his whole buzz about getting a star because Jimmy said, well, you can't, the microphones don't work. Um, it's, it's too frenetic. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And so it ruined his buzz. Yeah. So then he's now he's going to the polo lounge with his family to have the $45 salad that we had. Yeah, oh, and, and they don't like gays. Yeah, and right. so then we're going back, and he's, you know, you just, it's name drop, housewife drop, name drop. But but flying, the, doing, flying, doing, canceling. I, I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of it, you can, how you feel about I, this. I can't decide yet book. because... Because you've mentioned one thing over and over and over, day by day, hour by hour. But I'm only on February 16th. But, it's, but he, in one day, Lori, he will have... Oh, I believe it. He, he will, does a million He talked things. about you know when the whole thing was going down with the Beverly Hills Housewives in Aspen. And oh. they had the night and how Lisa Rinna really wanted to talk to him about Kathy Hilton. Uh-huh. And he's like, and then something got leaked to TMZ. Yeah. And he called Lisa Rinna. <laughs> and he said, I called Lisa and she promised me she didn't do it. Uh-huh. And he's like, I don't understand why these housewives like to leak so much information. Yeah. He says it doesn't serve them anything. And then he said, we have no footage at all about this night. But and yet Lisa, Lisa Renner didn't believe that. That's how you know she was the leaker to TMZ. He's basically telling us that because she really believed that Bravo had secret microphones right. on them. But the two housewives that showed up when he got his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Garcelle and Renna. Mm-hmm. And Renna had to leave because she had to do a taping with Crystal over a lunch. But he was good friends with her. Yeah, I know. So I think... he She stayed on that show longer than she probably mm-hmm. would have. Because he genuinely liked her. got a kick he out of her until... The Kathy Hilton thing, I think, really turned it. Then it was done. She yeah. was just too much. Yeah, but it started with her with Yolanda is when she got... Um, you know, she did the whisper campaign about Munchausen and tried to portray, you know, she's the one who started that. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, maybe Lisa Vanderpump was also involved. I mean, all of them always, there's never just one person drawing the thing. But I remember just thinking, 
I don't know if I like that she's Googling this right now and wondering out loud about what's going on when Yolanda has had kind of a yo-yo health thing. I just I just never like weight speculation or illness speculation. And then Julia. he drops in Cher. Oh, you I know, Cher just Cher. texted him. And oh, he does yeah, a I love Cher that. I love that. So he just, he is friends with everybody. Yeah. And he knows everybody. And then he was going over to SJP's mm-hmm. and he's having, you know, the play date with Anderson Cooper and his kids every Saturday and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he was like a producer. Like he got, he got out of college and he got a good, he knew somebody CBS who Morning. knew somebody and mm-hmm. he got... He became a a junior producer and, I mean... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's when you He's learn everything. He's good at what he does. Yeah, he that's when you learn at everything. Are you? Can you break it or do you need someone holding your hand the whole damn way? And he figured it out. And he was like, uh, he and Carol Radziwell both worked at... No, she- CBS or together or ABC. Carol worked at ABC. He worked at CBS. Yeah, but he worked with Dan Rather as a junior producer. And so he's 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 cut his teeth on all kinds of things. And then he's made this whole entertainment juggernaut. And bravo. And he's talking about how he was just in a cabaret and he was trying to figure out what to do with New York housewives. Yeah. And he just had this epiphany brain thing. And he says, I'll divide it into two. We'll keep the old school and then we'll have a new fresher group. Yeah. You know, and that all blew up. But yeah. so this is what is going on. All right. Well, I, keep, it's keep dishy, dishy, dishy. All right. Tell tell us anytime you want. But because really, I don't know if I'm going to read this book you or won't. not. You won't. And then and then you feel like he's starting to question his drinking. And if you've noticed so much what happens live, he has water now. Yeah. So you, because he's a dad and he's got a busy schedule, I suppose. I would I would just be exhausted with this schedule. But if you could you well, know, text like here and go like to SJP's job. house and go to Kelly and Mark's. I yeah. mean, he really is, you know, he's, in the, he's, he's a connector. He's a connector. He's a connector. Anyway, data diaries. All right, listen, we we'll got we to go. We we'll got to right Hollywood. Back. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for First Equity, the number one best mortgage team that you are going to want on your side. I saw, I think it was Vicki Chen on the Today Show yesterday, and like the new average balance on credit cards is like, I mean, the interest is 24%. And so her number one thing was if you do have any equity in a home is to pay that to pay that off because it just doesn't make any sense. And she said, you just have to find the right 
person or more right company to work with and she was strongly against any using any national thing and working with the local company and i'm like good for you vicky chen yes and you know we have, and we have someone with first equity it, it's an amazing local business that's been in the business for a long time that know all the ins and outs of what's going on in the mortgage world and will help you they just are so great keyword david at my time. I have just Hollywood spoken Andy Cohen reading his own book. Because <laughs> it, it's it's you not... can't he can't fake his own boredom. He's already lived it. <laughs> he's written it, and now he's got to read it. And he tells you at the beginning that I hate doing this. Kinda. Yes, and it comes through. So I I'm, I'm going to read this book because I don't. Want... I'll tell you if you should. Yeah, you can tell me <laughs> tell me if I should. But yeah, that's an interesting thing that, um, like you said, Matthew McConaughey was very good at reading Green Lights, and Jessica Simpson read her Audible. Prince Harry, I couldn't stand his, it. But Prince Harry is not an actor, and. Andy Cohen is. I I feel like they're not. It's it's too boring to tell your own story out loud again when you've lived it, written it, edited it, edited it, thought about it, had therapy about it. Your own boredom is going to come through. But and and then he's just going to read it so fast that you just don't. It's like I feel like I'm. I do not like to be yelled at in an audible. And the most obvious Hollywood speak story of the day. Yes, Hems Halsey, a heck and cry Berman have two days after the divorce announcement have unfollowed each other on social Mm -hmm. media. Imagine that. Imagine. That um, I heard that um, I had Lane like it's gonna be a dirty divorce or something. Julia, yeah, you this is this is this is Captain Obvious stuff yes, with these yes. two because anyone who ever even watched Kim on the first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta when she brought the the instant icon status wig, big papa. Swearing, ha- being a single mom, having a 12-year-old and a 14-year... I mean, she was just like, big time. She had BDE, you know? I mean, it, we'd never seen anybody, you know, like her, but she's always so... She's a very dramatic person from the moment we met her on reality TV. Everything is... She's in Atlanta. She was in Atlanta Housewives. Yeah. In original. She became instant. She and Nene were the breakout of Atlanta. Like Teresa was for. Yes. So everything. And, and, you know, she's, she's with, you know, this Croy and Beerman who they meet. And I remember the episode. I was still watching Atlanta. He was competing to, yeah. In your version of the Twin Cities ballroom dancing, oh, and he, he was doing Atlanta. Stars. Oh, you're he was kidding. doing the local Atlanta edition, and he was a football like. I don't think Croy Berman was any great big football player, like by Brand name. Tell us. But he was a big enough celebrity that the Atlanta celebrity they said, "Would you dance?" And you know, Kim is like eight years older than Croy, ten years older than him. And she was at this thing because I think maybe Cherie was dancing. Okay. You know, at this thing. Right. And Croy was one of the dancers. And I mean, Kim was always, you know, traveling with a solo cup and drinking. And she smoked too, I think. Anyway, she could not take, she couldn't, 
contain herself because as we well know, these dancers, and if they're fit and they wear a high-waisted pant, Grant, and then some kind of a little stacked heel uh-huh. and a tucked in, very tight, you know, uh, you know, shirt that's opened quite a bit and everybody is, you know, in a dance competition. Look at how you were so glamorous. You look like... Uh, you know, your Carmenita. So fun. You know, I mean, you had the hair. You had, I found the DVD she, this weekend. You did. So I she did. fell in instant lust with him and vice versa. So you did kind of feel like you knew them as a couple. Right. At the beginning. At the beginning. And then, you know, uh, she rode hard for him and vice versa. And he adopted her. Kim Zolciak. They had a wedding. They had an eight year reality show. And they owe a million plus dollars. Yeah. And everything fell apart. And he wants sole custody. She wants sole custody. He's blaming their finances on him. It's going to get messy. It is. It's going to get messy because they had huge mess. They were so out loud about how yeah. they were going to be. They're going to hate each other as much as they loved each other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is exactly. A- but she could get hired on the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip because... Um, She's fun. Well, no, I don't know if she'd be fun, but they want to take advantage of where she is at her life and she owes money. Ah. There's a lien on her house. She's mm. got four kids, 12 Yes, yeah, ten two eight year olds. That's a prime of spending yes. as they're growing, you know. Yeah, just two eight years. So anyway, it's gonna get. This is gonna get must. Yes, this yeah. is a captain. And, and where that all started out with the Hollywood speak as sources say Kim Zolciak divorce is gonna get really bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is just uh, <laughs> well, yeah. And and when you look back at like you said his NFL career started out with a hot lot of potential. So I'm guessing they hedged a little bit, thinking, hey, this yeah, could continue. Yeah, and they invested in and things. Invested God, and then, she had a wig line for a while. She tried lips for a while. Yeah. She started for the party. He, she got on Cameo right away. I mean, you know, she like has made, she's done all kinds of things to her face mm-hmm. in exchange for that. Lived very, very large. Yep, and, mm-hmm. and they continued to do so, and his career dwindled very fast. He tore his Achilles tendon, which kind of like... Oh. Really, t- in 2013, which kind of really set his career back, and he was done within two years of that. So he did not make a lot of I money. I read a thing football. on Dumois that they had an open marriage, and I thought, Uh-oh. how the hell do you have an open marriage with seven kids? No kidding. You know, that's who's got time for that? I don't know. And yeah. it appeared that neither of them worked at anything other than social influencing. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> is that such a thing? Um, what do you do for a living? Social influence. Well, it is. A lot of people make yeah, money doing yeah, it, but they just know. couldn't figure it out. Yeah. But at one, he was handling the money or she, you know, one of them trusted uh-huh. blindly. Yes. The other. And I'm guessing, like uh, you said, some investments were made probably yes. that were bad investments. I move on from this hor- I'm sick of those two. Really? All right. Tom Hanks admits to being a jerk sometimes on movie sets. You know what? This Good. is something I don't need to know, though. He's got a book out. Okay, but... And so he says, you know, I was jerky, and I don't but, even but, know what the book is about, though. He's done so much promotion. It, it is, I still don't understand. It's the making of movies or something. No, yeah. Joey, it, it is just... It's a book he wrote. Everything happened, and he's going to call it fiction instead of a memoir, and he's going to change the, all the names, and voila, it's fi- fiction. <laughs> this is some kind of a memoir. 
if people want to go down the rabbit hole of finding out all of this, I'm not interested in this at all. And if you do go down the rabbit hole, send us an email and let us know. Yeah, let us know. No one gets sued, though. This is what he, this is what it is. The making of another major motion picture masterpiece. He says it's all fiction, but I think everything in there happened. He just changed the names. Changed the names and is calling it fiction. So, like, I don't know whether or not to read this. Kind of a z- You're never going to read it. Well. Lori, look at me. Okay. Because you already just said I have no interest in this. Lori, I mean, look at her. But, but he refers to the actors in, as crybabies, psychological train wrecks on the wagon, alcoholics off the wagon, addicts, sexual harassment. I mean, I don't know. He's been in the business a long time. Yeah. He's seen it all. I just wonder if that's what's happening here. It's his memoir, Disguised as Fiction, Change the Names. Voila. There you go. What a lot And of give it a though. big, long name. Yeah, the title's too. Yeah, too. Long, give it a too name long. no one can remember. No.